Hello and welcome to Student Section Sports. This is going to be our first podcast and we'll do one and update y'all every week with our opinions on what's important in sports and other cultures and matters in the world. I'm Bree and I'm with my friend Jordan. Go ahead and say hey, Jay. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> and we're going to be talking to you what we think is uh, important to us and we think is important to y'all as well. So uh, we're going to hit things like college football, local uh, pro um, soccer teams, NBA of course, and my favorite also Major League Baseball. But I think the special thing about this podcast that you're not going to see in other ones is that we have a, a separate um, opinions about certain things like uh, let's say, I don't know, what do you want to start out with first first before we get into that disclaimer you said local professional teams were based essentially out of Birmingham so the only real professional team we have is a minor league soccer team so so that's the only right. like local team but we'll be sure to load you guys up with stuff but why don't <laughs> so we're going to do a thing also in the beginning of our podcast rather than starting out with sports we're going to have our our thing of the week and I think, obviously, one of the things that is popular in social media and everywhere to everybody is the new Avengers Endgame movie. So we're going to talk yes. about that a little bit. But did, did, you, uh, did you get out and see it? or? Um, I'll tell you this. Uh, I went out and purposely didn't see it. Um, because it is, it, I mean, what is this? Their fourth movie they made so far. They've made a lot of them. This is, this is, I mean, it's worse than Transformers now. You know, they're pumping out content specifically just to make money, and that's all that Hollywood is. I mean, I understand that, but it's just it, the 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 superhero aspect has been tainted, and and they're the reason why I hate it, and that's the reason I won't personally personally my money and support them for it because honestly I love superheroes but I'm glad it is the end of the game in this case I agree with you I agree with you on multiple levels here first first level is I'm never one to go out and see the the biggest and newest movie that hundreds of people are lining up outside the theater for three hours to watch that's just not my thing right second I'm not big on Avengers to begin with. It's just never interested me. Right. Yeah. And I just I don't know. I'm not I'm not all about that. Like the whole like, oh I've gotta go see this opening night. I, I like I've gotta be the first to see it so no one spoils it for me. Like people are gonna spoil it for me, sure, but I don't care because I don't care about the Avengers very right. much. Mm-hmm. That's probably this is probably a very unpopular opinion and we're probably losing like half of our probably. listeners probably. on this. But I mean, if you don't want to listen because I don't like the Avengers, then I probably don't want you to listen. Probably so, yeah. I yeah, mean, it's I'm, good to have different reflections on the movie itself. Good criticism here. And I think we speak for a large majority as well. Yeah. You know, if I want to go cry when I watch a movie, I'll go watch Marley and Me. You know? Yeah, for sure. I'll go watch War Horse. I'll go watch Saving Private Ryan. I'm not going to go see a bunch of guys in tights fighting and then feel some sort of you know way at the end of the yeah movie see this that's another another issue i have this is probably this is not necessarily related specifically to the in-game movie but like just in general the whole like 
uh, oh, I've got to go do this thing because, like, everyone says it's awesome and all that. Take it back a few months ago. This is outdated, obviously, but throw back to Fire Festival when yes. everyone had to be there because it was advertised as so cool, and then mm-hmm. they get down there, and then there's nothing for them, you know? It's, it's, it's all hyped up, and it's not that good. Right. That's my stance is I feel like there's a 50-50 shot. I go and – which, obviously, Fire Festival was – more severe because that was like fraud and it was fraud criminal yeah yeah. but like i could just be let down big time and i i would have waited for three hours in line you know i'm hungry i'm thirsty yes and i'm probably paying way too much to go see a movie yeah you could give it two months you can rent it on redbox for 99 cents that's true and I can be disappointed just as much in my living room than I can be in the movie theater. For basically well, free. For basically you know, free. Throw some exactly. popcorn in the microwave and right. turn Absolutely. the TV on. Yeah. And if I don't like it after 30 minutes, I can turn it off because I, I paid 99 cents for right. it. Right. And it's not going to affect my bank account too much. Yeah. But anyways, is there any, any other things of the week before we kind of get kicked off? Anything? Um, yeah. Else? So uh, I'd like to explain to the listeners uh, a good idea of how this podcast is going to go as well um and basically uh uh i believe in in people and as a person that believes in people i can't help but look up to some people and i don't look up to a lot of people jay i really don't but somebody that's really just laid on my heart the past year pat mahomes pat mahomes pat Trick Mahomes. (laughs) He is the most unbelievable, God-sent man I've seen in a very long time. Okay, that's 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 a powerful take, right? Oh, he's a powerful guy. He's a powerful guy. I believe it. So let me explain a little bit the way I feel. This he is the best athlete I think I've seen in a long time, and I've said this, and Jay, you know this. I've been saying this since the day he started uh, in the NFL. Um, is that if you take him and and train him for six months in any sport, whatever sport it is, baseball, basketball, golf, soccer, cricket, polo, water polo, rugby, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Six <laughs> months, six months with the right proper training he is ready to go play at a pro level in any sport. In I can see sport. it. I can see it. I've seen the videos of him like going crazy on the basketball court, yeah, or, like hitting home runs or this or that. So I can believe it. I, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's on path to be the best. Maybe not best, like quarterback talent wise, but system. For their system, it works, and it's way better than any other quarterback works for a system. Absolutely. Minus maybe Drew Brees. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I mean, uh, uh, swimming, lacrosse. I mean, he could do it all. And that's I really a, that's a lot. I do. Sports. I do believe it. I really do. I really okay. do. All right. Well, now that we've established that Bree has a, a slightly weird affinity for Patrick Mahomes. It's a broke uh, brush for sure. I, I can I can get behind that. That's I'm fine with that. It doesn't bother me. Um I, I love Pat Mahomes probably just not as much as you do. But one thing that we need to let everybody know before we get before we get started, I know we said that like five times now. 
Before we get started, I'm going to give you a weather update. Today in Brunswick, Ohio, it is 69 degrees. We got slight cloud coverage, 8 mile an hour winds south to southwest, 46% humidity, 30.01 uh, pressure index, and visibility is 10 miles. So 10 miles, wow. It's a good day to get out in Brunswick, Ohio yeah. if you need to go to the store or you just want to go ride your skateboard. Absolutely. Or, you know, yeah. take a run what through are, the town. Yeah, you know the things that they do. Yeah, there. but anyways, so let's get around to the most local we can get with the Birmingham Legion FC, a minor league soccer team. They're basically, they play in the USL, which is a minor league soccer league. They feed into the MLS. Um, so they have a, a, a decent team. They are, their record stands at <coughs> three wins, two draws, Four losses. When I when I say soccer records, it doesn't. It never made sense to me. I just started following it more closely. Right. Yeah. They do wins, draws, then losses, rather than wins, losses, ties like yeah. the NFL does. They right. call it a draw in soccer, and it goes. So essentially, wins, ties, losses, rather than wins, losses, ties. Right. So it threw me off at first, but they're three wins, two draws, four losses. Um, in the past week, they played a team called Loudon United. Uh bottom feeder in the Eastern Division of the USL. Um, they played 93 minutes without a goal, and then Prosper Cassim came with an electric goal in the 94th minute to get them the win. Got them above the cut line for the playoffs. So that was exciting. Um, That's nice. They went on to play the New York Red Bulls 3, which is the clearly the, the New York Red Bulls 3. Okay. They're the third tier of the New York Red Bulls organization. So there's two other ones is what you're talking Two about. higher levels. Okay. Um, one's in the MLS, one is in a different league, and one's in the USL, United yeah. Soccer League. Um, New York Red Bulls 3 demolished the Legion. 5-0, never was a chance. Wow. It, it was bad, miserable soccer to watch. And... Uh, and then they played Memphis 901 FC this past Saturday, 2-2 uh, draw, and that, that's, where, that's where we're at. The Legion are three wins, two draws, four losses. Um, I think they're ninth in the table, and the cutoff is at eighth. So if they get a win, that gets them three points. They work on a point system in soccer. Any soccer fans are probably thinking – yeah, obviously, like, this guy's an idiot. Like, these are the rules. But yeah, we've never been huge soccer guys. We're, we're from the South. We like football. That's our thing. So, But I'm kind of getting more into soccer. But So that's that's the deal with the Legion. Um, like I said, I'm going to update you guys on that weekly because that's something that I like. And I think maybe soccer could be more of a thing in the South if people just give it a shot. But, All right. So let's get into uh, – your field here with the NBA. NBA, okay. Well, right now, I'm just going to go ahead and fill anybody in that needs it on uh, the standing uh, series records. Right now, we had the Raptors and the Sixers tied with 2-2. You have the Nuggets and Trailblazers tied at 2-2 as well. You have the Milwaukee Bucks that just... Um, won tonight again, leaving the Celtics uh, 3-1. Um, and then you have, uh, let's see, um, you have the, oh, my bad, I think I, yeah, no, never mind. And then uh, 
And then you have the Rockets and the Warriors playing actually right now. And there's, uh, I believe there's 30 seconds left in the second quarter. And and right now, Rockets are up by 10 points, actually. Oh, look at us. We're, we're bringing a, a live game cast on the podcast. Oh, we really are. That's wow. nuts. That's, yeah. the, that's the first. Won't be the last. Won't um, be the last. So let's talk about the Raptors and the Sixers right now. Uh, what, how, how do you feel about any of that going on? Look. I'm I'm a I'm just gonna say it, I'm a I'm a red blooded American man. Sure. You and are so when it comes to this, you've got you know, Philadelphia, the city, Liberty Bell, the mm-hmm. red, white, and blue, the stars on their uniforms versus the Canadians, you know. Yeah. I'm just gonna that you take that as as you will. That's my stance just in initially looking at the teams. Other than that, um, big on Ben Simmons, love Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler's my guy, you know. Okay. I'm not a Sixers fan, but I yeah. like what they're doing. I like what they're doing okay. a lot. I think drafting Marco Fultz was probably the dumbest move ever. <laughs> but, I mean, they got Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, and yeah. then Marco Fultz was the third draft pick in three years, and they missed on that one. But, I mean. So, you probably lean towards the Sixers winning this series. I want, yeah, I think they will. I okay. think you said it's tied 2-2 right now. Mm-hmm. It mm. is. Going into the series, I said I was I said Sixers and five. I just yeah. think that maybe not a better team. I think they play better together. I think right. not talent wise, but I think basketball like yeah. IQ wise, Ben Simmons can play all five positions. Joel Embiid can right. stretch the floor from center. Okay, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my opinion here too, and I'm gonna say the Raptors. I think I mean Kawhi's been playing like a superstar. I mean, he's he's Back. obviously shown out. He's been there and just uh, put in that work every every game. He has really just shown out. Is he getting that much help from his team? Absolutely not. Um, you got uh, you know a bunch of shooters on that team. You, you really do. You got yeah. Serge can pull a three. Absolutely. Siakam can as well. He's been playing out of his mind. Yeah, he has. He best, has. Best playoffs, whole playoffs, best Absolutely. eight to ten games Absolutely. Of his career. Now, someone that hasn't helped him, a, a decent point guard, not your best shooter. Uh, Kyle Lowry, honestly, I think they'd be better off without him. I, I just, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. Um, uh, nothing against him, uh, but I, I just think. I think he's not doing – he's not living up to his potential in the playoffs right now. Now, you also got Mark Gasol yes. on there as well. And, I mean, he's getting kind of older, but he's still putting in the fight. Absolutely. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, take the Raptors here uh, in, in that series. But hey, that's, that's your deal. We can uh... – we can have fun with that one, yeah. watching it together. But okay, moving on. You had a a pretty strong take on your uh, the Nuggets earlier. Yes. Okay. Well, I, see, the thing is, uh, I don't like the Nuggets. Maybe it's because I'm a Spurs fan, and they put the Spurs out. You know that could be why. But I'm just not. I'm not a Nuggets fan. I'm really not. Wait, and you're a Spurs fan? I am a Spurs fan. Why? Because I grew up in Texas. Oh, dude. I grew up in Corpus Christi, Texas. Okay, okay, never mind. I knew that. I knew that. I, I got lost for a second. I'm sorry. I was thinking, why is this guy... Because I knew Christian, he... he. 
I always thought he grew up in Texas. He didn't grow up in Texas. So I, I never know. And Jared Wilkes as well. Yeah, like, Sam, yeah. Well, I was I went to a, a decent amount. Of no, yeah, I know that now. I, like, yeah. I, I mean, we've been friends for, I know. Yeah, I know right, right. I just get it mixed up because we have so many guys with Texas ties. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, for sure. sorry, sorry for the confusion. Yeah, no. Um, uh, so... So yeah, so basically, uh, I, I'm just, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, uh, Jokic, super talented, can do about it all, um, and they wouldn't be where they are if it wasn't for him, and I, honestly, I'm a fan, I think he's, he's a great player. I don't like Jamal Murray, I really don't, can't tell you why, I'm just not a fan. Retweet. Don't get me, don't get me started on Gary Harris. Absolutely not. He's the ugliest guy in the in the NBA, probably. But I'll that, tell you, that's one, harsh. One of the most the most underrated player on the Nuggets, though, I'll say this is is Marcus Morris. Or, okay. Okay. My bad. You don't, Sorry. My bad. Marcus Morris is on the Celtics. I meant Monte Morris. Monte Morris. Okay. Monte you confused Morris. me for a second. Yeah. No. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. good. So Monte Morris has when. When there was a significant amount of injuries, including Paul Millsap and some other guys on the Nuggets, Monte stepped up in those games, and they won a lot of games while there was, you know, a good significant uh, of their best players were hurt, and and I respect him for that. I think he is an underrated player. But who do I have here? I have Trailblazers. It's Dane time. It's always been Dane time. But also C.J. McCollum, incredible, incredible Big performance. Big time shooter. Been yeah. stepping up clutch in the playoffs. I I love the Trailblazers. Always been a fan. Of, so I was big on Lamarcus Aldridge when he came in the league and when he played for the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. It's huge Lamarcus Aldridge guy. Obviously he's not with them anymore. But yeah. Damian Lillard, that's my guy. I love Damian Lillard. I mean, you see him pulling. He's making Steph range look like oh, like baby weight stuff right now. He's pulling and he's improved on that range on purpose. You know, a lot of his trainers were telling him you gotta you gotta increase your range, and he's he's con- I mean, he's done it time after time in this playoffs, especially making thirty foot, you know, jumpers. Like it's it's nuts. In uh, it was against OKC when uh. Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook were having that back and forth. Mm-hmm. And Damian Lillard was just tearing him up over and over and over Absolutely. again. And he said... Because Dame has evolved. He has evolved his game and Russell has not. Yes. I'm, I'm going to paraphrase this quote for um, you know, clean language purposes. But they talked to Damian after the game about it. And he said, uh, yeah, Russ has been saying that he's been busting my butt for years. And I just wanted to come out here and show everybody that he hasn't been mm-hmm. like he's finally getting his shot you know he's getting to play all the guys you know he's he's trying to get to as long as they take this series which I think they will they're tied at 2-2 right now aren't they who the Nuggets and Trump. oh yeah they yeah. are well, I mean a lot of times because it's two home games two home games a lot of series go to 2-2 I think I think the Trailblazers will take it in six I think okay. they'll take it in six but I mean, Damian got a shot at Russell Westbrook. He put him out. Um, I, there's no big-time guards on the Nuggets, but it's a good team. But he's he's looking for his shot against uh, 
I mean, he's either going to get James Harden or Steph Curry in the next series. So there's a, there's another big time player, and Chris Paul if the Rockets advance. And then finals wise, he's either going to get a shot at probably Kyrie or Giannis or uh, Ben Simmons, all good guys. And I know Giannis isn't a guard, but he basically plays point guard right for the most part. He takes the ball to the court, but I just I love. I love Damian Lillard. I love what he's doing right now because he's he's proving himself yeah. big time. And speaking of Giannis, um, we saw most of the game tonight. Yeah. Um, and now it's three one. Milwaukee leads. Yeah. Uh, I say easy game four. I think. I think the Celtics are done. I think I, I love Kyrie. I love Jason Tatum. Um. Uh, I don't like Scary Terry. I don't like him at all. Um, I mean, it, it's just, you know, but they, they have a lot of shooters on their team. But here's the, <coughs> and here's the, the here's something that I, I didn't even know until the other day is that, that, you know, when I think of a shooting team, I think Celtics, you know, are, are better shooters than the Bucks would be. And personally, just from an outside point, watching games and stuff like that. I found out the other day that the Bucks are second in leading points in the NBA. Yeah. It is absolutely and it's in behind the three point line as well. Yeah. Which is crazy, which we all know who number one is. But it it's incredible. It's incredible because when I think about the Bucks, I don't think about a bunch of shooters, you know? Yeah. And and when I think about the Celtics, I do. I I, I just I see a bunch of Shooters, because even Al Al Horford, Al Horford can, yeah, he he can, Tatum, he, he can go up Brown. there, you know, and and even though we we don't like we don't like Terry Rozier around here, you'll never hear us say a good word uh, about Scary Terry. He's bad guy, you right. know. We don't like him. That that's something we all agree yeah. on around here. And oh, for reference, when I say we all, um. We have other guys that are going to hop on the podcast at different points. A guy named Hunter and a guy named Jared. Uh, they're not here tonight because of uh, we're all finishing up finals for school and stuff, so they got some studying and stuff to do. Right. But um, we don't like Terry Rozier, and but he can shoot the three. He can pull it. So can Marcus Smart. They've got shooters. Gordon Hayward, when he's not playing like a fourth grader, yeah, he can pull. He hasn't ever been the same. And then yeah, Jason Tatum, if he's having a good night, you know, and obviously Kyrie. But um, it's almost it's almost I don't want to say it, but I'm gonna say, say it. it. It's almost like a Warriors look with, I mean, it, it, yeah. But they they don't shoot as well as the Warriors. They think they can, yeah. But they don't. That's the difference. Is the Warriors right. are gonna make, you know, forty five right. percent of their threes, maybe low forties, mid forties. But the Celtics right. are probably gonna be in the high thirties mm-hmm. range. But they shoot like they shoot forty five percent. That's how many they pull. Absolutely, yeah. And I, and I think, ultimately, that's going to be the downfall right. This in this series is not getting the best shot on the floor. Because right. for the Warriors, a 28, 30-foot three is probably the best shot on most possessions. For the Celtics, Kyrie can work it inside. Marcus Smart can bully people down low. Al Horford can work down low. Tatum's quicker than everybody. They can get it down there. Right. But the Warriors, they're shooters. They're yeah. through, that's it. Right, but yeah. sorry, I, I kind of went on a tangent. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, and that's what I, I just think. I think the Warriors 
if it if it gets that far, I think the Warriors have a definite definite um competition with Milwaukee. It, it is I mean, it I, I didn't know obviously we knew that their defense was something crazy yeah. and it, it mm-hmm. is. They got but, long guys and Everybody then yeah, seven. and and looking at their looking at their offense now too, in which we all knew you know, Giannis is a superstar, you know, MVP, probably. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's up in the air still, absolutely. But we can make our comments towards that later. But um, I think if it goes to this, then if it gets down to the Warriors and Bucks, I think the Warriors are going to have a heck of a time trying to trying to get control. They're going to have to definitely be on. You can't have missed dunks, you know, from yeah. Steph. <laughs> so you can't have that kind of game. And uh, speaking about the Warriors, it is halftime right now with the Rockets, and Rockets are up 61 to 54. Oh, okay. So, um, which we all know, Warriors is a, a third quarter kind of team. Oh, yeah, we'll They're going to come back hot, and, and well, we're going to see if the Rockets can – compete here, you know. Yeah. So sure. uh but yeah, I guess that I guess that lines up. Uh I guess a final statement on this would be be out of these teams who who do you have? Taking it all? Taking it all. Warriors. Warriors and five. <laughs> Against everybody. I got you, yeah. And I, I they they can absolutely do it. They can absolutely do okay. it, but I'll uh, what what's your okay? I I'll ask your take on that, and I've got one final closing statement to this is it's a thinker, but what what's your your finals winner? Who you got? Um, you know I'm I'm probably, you know I, it's hard, it's hard you know because you you don't. <laughs> You don't want necessarily Golden State to win if, unless you're a Golden State fan. That's the way it is, you know. Or if you hate Giannis for some ungodly yeah, reason. Yeah, and, and but uh, I have I have the Bucks. I have the Bucks taking it. I think if the Bucks do, if the Bucks do the the correct thing in the right circumstances and play the way that they have been playing. And and I think the I think they're going to be playing for their lives at that point too as well. I think they can definitely take the Warriors. I really do. Demarcus Cousins, Boogie, is out now as well. You know, and Draymond's not too much of a threat these days. No. I I think if if the Warriors aren't absolutely on their game, like they've proven to be. If, if I mean if they're making their shots and they're fifty percent field goal, like, they're going to win the game, for sure. Yeah. But it's the amount of pressure that they need to put on KD and, and Steph yeah. in order to stop that. And I think they have they have the height, they have the skill, the talent, and the background as well to, to do exactly that. So, I'm going to take bucks. Dude, would you be willing to wager on that? Because... <laughs> Does that feel strong? Absolutely not. Absolutely strongly not. on the opposing. Absolutely not. Anyways, so so my last NBA thing is this: if you would have told me, I'm gonna say ten for safety's sake, but even five years ago, twenty 
2014. Yeah. If you would have said that we're going to see a playoffs, ten, we'll, we'll say 10 years. 10 years to make this sound right. 10 years that there would be a playoffs with no Dwayne Wade, no LeBron James, no Dirk, no Carmelo Anthony, no Dwight Howard, I would have told you you are out of your mind. And not one of them, which Carmelo doesn't play anymore. That's but, a great. But yeah, the, wow, uh, the others that. all played this season, and none of them made the playoffs. That's nuts. That it's is nuts. nuts. That was just a little like excerpt I yeah. saw in an article I was reading one day. It's yeah, like, well, that's just yeah. nuts. Absolutely. Which I mean, it's understanding why they're not in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, D Wade's team is trash. LeBron. Yeah. The Lakers looked like they might have had something, but it's a bunch of young guys and then LeBron and he turned on uh he turned on playoff playoff mode, mode and, and, and then their winning and percentage went, went down. down. Yeah, that's that was that's weird. funny. Yeah, that's real crazy. Very weird. Very crazy. But uh I mean Dirk <laughs> I mean the Bucks I not the Bucks, I'm sorry, the Mavericks that's just a bad team. It is. Doncic was good. Yeah, I think Luca's got a good Harrison ahead. Barnes. I mean, he kind of got his spot taken by Luka yeah. Doncic, but and then DeAndre Jordan's gone now. Um, yeah, what, what team is he on? Knicks. Knicks, that's right. Dwight Howard. He can stay there. Hell, I don't even know where Dwight Howard plays anymore. He's so irrelevant. <laughs> he was uh, on the Wizards. The Wizards. Yeah. yeah, they didn't make it. Yeah. Well, he's been. He didn't even. Uh, he he got. He didn't even start until a month in the season. I think maybe even longer. Honestly, and then he got hurt like three weeks later, and he was out. Um, he had a lot of back issues. If I'm not he's, mistaken, no, no, he didn't. <laughs> he's the he's the biggest baby to just be a swole looking seven foot monster. He looks like he looks like like you take Bailey McAway and you stretch him out seven foot, but keep the same build. You know, absolutely. Just yeah, he's a tank. Yeah. For reference, this is our our slight claim to fame here is uh we're we're good friends with Bailey McElwain. He was a former fullback for the Vanderbilt Common Commodores. Is that what they're called? Commissioners. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Commodores. Vanderbilt. Uh yeah, my roommate starting fullback at Vanderbilt. Uh he he got hurt really bad. Great neck, guy. Neck issues. Great guy. Great guy. Heck of a guy. Huge guy. Huge guy. Talented guy. He's good at everything. Yeah, he really is. We yeah. love him. We love him to death. Yeah. But yeah. uh yeah. anyways, that was the Bailey McLean reference mm-hmm. in relation to Dwight Howard. But that's that's my last thing on the NBA. We we dragged that out for way longer. It's just such a good conversation. To. It, it really have. is. And yeah. it's very relevant. Anyways, and so we uh so basically Amongst our, our crew that we have here at Student Section, we have uh, we have baseball guys and not baseball guys. Bree being one of those baseball <laughs> guys, me being not one of those baseball guys. Jared, he's a, he's a soccer guy, full soccer guy, and when it comes to football, it's anything Miami's good with him, and other than that, he's not not that huge on it. And then Hunter, the guy we mentioned earlier, um, big Fortnite guy. Big, huge Fortnite huge guy. Huge Fortnite guy. He's, he, honestly, he's supposed to be studying right now. He's probably playing Fortnite. Probably playing Fortnite. But 
that that's his business. But anyways, so Bree's here tonight, and when we were doing prep. He was he was bugging me and bugging me. Let's throw some MLB in there. Absolutely. And so I was like, okay, sure. I can yeah. talk about. I, I was I was a big MLB guy, and then when Chipper retired, my interest died down. So you sure. you see where my loyalty lies. Sure, absolutely. Um, uh, also, we can go. Uh, um, the closest pro team to here is the Braves, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know um, you're you're a Braves fan, and I, I'm a Yankees fan at heart, but uh, I do pull for the Braves as yeah. well. But um, uh, what's your what's your cap from what you've seen this year? Well, the Braves they looked good at first. They had a, they had a little slope downward for a little bit. They're yeah. back up above five hundred now. They got down. See, it goes so they play so many games. It's it's tough. For, that's why I'm not big on the MLB. Is that they play so many games right. every day. It's it's hard to keep. It's up. hard to keep up with. It is, yeah. Because I I checked the Braves last week. They were sitting at twelve and fourteen, I think. And now I checked today, and they're eighteen and sixteen. So that right. like, and early in the season, obviously the rankings don't matter as much in baseball, because they play one hundred and sixty two games. So you could lose your first thirty, but you win your next fifty, and you're the top team in baseball. Right. I know you're set. But, um, I know the the Cubs are really hot right now. Uh, right. The, the Mariners. So I I did a. I'm not a huge gambler. Okay. But I do. You know, I bet on things. Time to time. And I was looking at futures before the season, like, on, like, pennant winners. And the Mariners had, it was plus 10,000 for them to win the pennant in, uh, I think they're in the American League. Mm-hmm. Um, it was plus 10,000. I put down a $5 bet on that. So, every step pays out, like, 500 bucks. And I think it's five hundred. Yeah, it's five hundred. I put a five dollar bet down and pays out five hundred bucks. And they start out the season like eleven and two. Right. And I was jumping for joy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking, wow, I've oh, done yeah. it. I've done they it came now. Out so hot. So and then hot. and then they come back down to earth. Right. And, and well, so. you had people like Tim Beckham, somebody that's shouldn't be on your radar for any reason. That was hitting, I believe it was like 350 yeah. at the beginning. Of mm-hmm. the Just slugging. And that was, and that's, you know, one guy, not to mention, you know, a good portion of their team. And it was, it was wild, honestly. It really was, yes. you know. And, uh, yeah. But, and of course, you've got Bryce Harper with the, the con, the, Basically a lifetime contract. Mm-hmm. What was it? Thirteen years, like three hundred and forty million yeah, or something like 13 that. Thirteen or twelve years, I think. Yeah, yeah and, and he's hitting like a high school baseball player right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, Big he's, slump. He he got booed. He got booed by his home fans today. I I heard about that. Yeah, that yeah. was crazy. That and, that's really crazy, and and I think that's what you get with Philly fans, though. You know, okay. it's like that for any sport in Philly, is that that kind of that kind of atmosphere and that kind of at- attitude is what makes for Philly sports. You know? Yeah, for sure. If if you're not performing top level, the fans are not having it in Philly. Absolutely, That's just it. Yeah. any sport, especially, basketball, football, baseball, especially when you're paying that much. Of course, yeah. To a guy that's supposed to be your saving grace at this point. Yeah. But and which I mean, it's a slump. He's absolutely going to 
bounce back, you know. I, yeah. I, I totally believe in that. Um, but but yeah, um, if you if you had to give away the MVP right now, who to be? Mm, just based on numbers wise, I'd probably have to go Yelich. Yelich, the guy's yeah. on a tear. He's going crazy. Absolutely, he's, he's hitting home runs. Right. Every time he steps. Yeah. He uh he's uh I believe he hit he has fifteen home runs on the season. Fifteen. That's fifteen home enough. runs. He just hit his fifteenth, I think, two days ago or something like that. Uh and and uh but you know, you go back even you go back five days ago or, or six days ago, about a week ago, Cody Bellinger is tied with Yelich for home runs sitting at 14 home runs, but he is in first in every single other category. Though. That's nuts. It absolutely is. I don't, I don't know, know where, which he's on my fantasy team, which I'm hoping this continues. So, so that's your guy for him? Uh, Bellinger? Uh, <laughs> no. I would, I would have to go Yelich, uh, you know, just because this is a guy that's going to continually do this. Oh, he did it last year too. And I know, and but Bellinger's the type of guy that I think is going to die, hopefully not die, die out. <laughs> <laughs> going to die. <laughs> gonna, his, his, his streak is going to eventually come to an end, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which I'm not, like I said, I really hope it doesn't. Because he, he I, I really like him a lot. I like his attitude. Yeah. You know, I like his fire. He's got passion. You know, whereas... You know, not too much passion to the point where he's like Tim Anderson and throwing his bat, you know, yeah. across the yard when he hits a home run. Yeah. But, but I love it. I can't, yeah. I can't say anything bad about it because I love it. I love to see it. But he's not that much, but he's not like Yelich either where, you know, he hits a home run and it's like, yes, yeah, it's what I do. It's what I do, yeah. I'm not going to talk about it. See, the, the I'm not going to let you know. Last... I'm just going to hit dingers constantly. And I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to discuss it because I'm here to play baseball. And I love that too, though. You can't yeah, respect it. Last season, I watched. Yeah, I, it was. I don't. I don't turn on the MLB a lot. It's mainly like I'm bored. You know, there's a baseball game on. Right. I a baseball game. I turned on uh, one of Yelich's games last season. I was like, let's see. You know, check what this guy's all about. And he hit for the cycle in that game. And never cracked a smile. He looked like he was supposed to hit for the cycle. Facial expression. There was no, not that there was no joy in it. It's just, <laughs> it was, he wasn't like, oh, this is new to me. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, man, this is crazy. I hit for the cycle. Right. He was like, yeah, I hit for the cycle. Like, what's it to you? Yeah. It was crazy to me. <laughs> like, the guy, know, he just knows he's good. He's one of those guys where he's not necessarily cocky about it, but he knows he knows he's good. Right. At least offensively. For right. sure. Absolutely. So, so let's go. We'll do this as kind of a joint effort rather than a like a debate, but let's let's come up for the for the listeners with a top 5 power rankings cuz I mean we could obviously look up the the standings and say who the top 5 teams were, but let's go power rankings from our personal point of view best teams in baseball right now. Who do you, let's go. I think we can both agree right now the Cubs are on a tear. The Cubs 
or power rankings wise in first place. They're killing it right now. Right. Yeah. Um, the Dodgers obviously. The Dodgers are looking like they're gonna take it all this year. Yeah, the Dodgers are looking good. Kershaw's looking better than I've yeah. ever seen him. I mean, he's he's just. I mean, he's very talented for sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's a given. Um, I mean, past the Cubs and Dodgers, it gets tough. You know, it does. you got. You got a lot of teams playing good baseball. Two weeks ago, everybody would have said Mariners. Uh, Mariners first, but that died down. Uh, I'd give the Rays. The Rays are up there. I'd probably put the Rays at third. They're playing right. good baseball. Uh, they're, they've got the best record in baseball Yeah, absolutely. out of anybody. Um, yeah, and, and I, you know, being a, you know, because a lot of people put the Twins up there as well. Um, yeah, and being a being a Yankees fan, um, being a Yankees fan, I would just I, I like to say as well say that the Rays, you know, are are twenty two and twelve. Yeah, and the Yankees are twenty and fourteen. Obviously, Rays have a better record. Only by there. two games, though. Only by two games. But let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Severino, yeah, I could go, I could go on and off, but the amount of players that are hurt, that are hurt on the Yankees, and the is the most they're producing, still while you know their two best hitters, Aaron Judge is on ten day IL, uh, yeah, uh, John Carlos Stanton also, Santonio's been out for a while, um, and. Uh, he's, I think he saw five games, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it is ridiculous how many of good, you know, debatably best players on the Yankees are hurt, and they're still 20 and 14 right now. And oh, people yeah. stepping up, people stepping up in there. You know, a, a huge guy, a huge guy, which I love to death, Luke Voigt. Yeah. He has, he has done increasingly well to step up. In, in his uh, in his batting, just uh, ten times better well, than the guy what can I swing saw the last sure. last season as well. But I, I wanted to be known that you know, and uh, you know, on the other hand, you're looking at the Red Sox. You know, JD Martinez, Bogarts, um, uh, uh, you know, Bradley, Mookie. They're seventeen and nineteen. Yeah. They have a losing record. They're not playing. And they're so defending, well. you know, the World Series. Yeah. You know? That's how it goes, man. That's how the MLB goes. It is. It, it is that way. But I just like any point in, like, ever that I can just make fun of the Red Sox. And I saw an opportunity. I like so it. I did it. I like it. No one likes the Red Sox, man. I mean, nobody likes the Yankees. Uh, that's fair. But no one likes the Red Sox either. No one likes the Red Sox. But, I mean, if we're playing, if we're playing like... The, the better of two evils. I'm I'm gonna side with the Red Sox there. I hate that. No offense. Look, I don't get it, man. You're you're a Spurs fan. You you live in Alabama. Mm-hmm. You go to the University of Alabama. This is true. You're a Spurs fan. That's correct. And then, and, and then you pull for the Yankees. I'm a diverse but yet cultured fellow. So so your sports reach right. goes from. Uh, mm-hmm. Basketball, you're in Texas. Football, at least college-wise, you're a Bama fan. And then I guess I pull for the Falcons. I used to be Falcons. a huge okay. 
uh, Payne Manning fan and Tony okay. Dungy back so, in the Colts day. So now, so now, see, see, you're getting even crazier here. You're but I'm a, I'm a Falcons fan now. My, you know, as you know, my parents live in Atlanta. Okay, so. parents live in Atlanta. So in your lifetime, you have your sports fandom. Yeah, has reached from San Antonio, Indianapolis. Yeah. Alabama. Right. Atlanta. Right. New York. Sure. It's nuts. It is nuts. It is nuts. But you see, like, for me, and and I could have easily been an Astros fan in Texas, or you know, or God forbid, a Rangers fan. But uh, I, but my dad and his grandfather before him was a Yankees fan, and you know, and you know, I grew up watching the these idols, these yeah. idols. You know, as me as a kid, you know, thinking. Obviously, I'm going to the MLB, you know. I'm, I'm eight years old, and I'm, you know, going yard every other bat. Oh, yeah, interjection here. Bree. <laughs> There's many a nickname. <laughs> Bree, we played in a, in a rec baseball league or a travel ball league together when we were kids. I don't even remember what the league was. Yeah, I don't either. We, we had a – it was a rec league because we had a 12-game season – Redropped, I think it was 16 home runs in that season. <laughs> 16 home runs in 12 games. Not to mention, Bree was the most feared pitcher to ever take the hill. In that, he was he was feared. You, you knew on your schedule when you had to face Bree Gallion <laughs> as a pitcher because you weren't hitting off the guy. You, you weren't gonna hit off the guy, but he sure as hell was gonna hit off of you. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I mean, this guy, he came in, he came in from Texas, we're all, <laughs> we're all 11 or 12 years old, and so no one knows about him, and, and the first time he steps up to the plate, he, he it probably, honestly, his first swing sends it over the wall, easy, <laughs> people are like, okay, you know, then he steps on the mound, and just blows one by you, and I mean, we're 12 years old, and he's throwing like 60-something miles an hour. He got kids, very, very yeah, fast. Yeah, got kids pissing their pants because they see Bree take them out. It was, it was very. <laughs> that, the, that's, that's our that's our story about Bree Gowing. That that'll help you know. Those are the best something days, about Bree Gowing. We were on team. We were on the same team a lot. Back yeah, then. a lot of the times Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals. Were man. you on the Padres with us? I think I was on the Padres. Padres. Pat Thanks. Smith. Yeah. Pat Smith. Yeah, Hunter was on that team too, the Padres. Yeah, I was he, on Hunter's team a lot too, and we were all on the same team. I played with Hunter basically in the whole life. Michael yeah. Go, you remember Michael Go? Dude, Goh? yes. I still follow him on Twitter. Yeah, his dad is like basically my dad. Yeah. <laughs> he kept me for so long, I almost moved in with him. Very good. But, yeah, sorry, that was a... Wow, we're, we're really reminiscing on good We time. just got on, a, we, we're on a... Yeah, like, none of these people care at yeah, all. Yeah, we're on... We're on a, a podcast <laughs> that people can hear from anywhere talking about Trustville, Alabama, oh, Rex Sports. But I guess to sum up what I was saying as well is just like I grew up watching A-Rod, Derek yeah. Jeter, Randy Johnson, you know, uh, um, all these all these iconic players to this day, still iconic and successful. CC Sabathia, never forget. CeCe, oh, he pitched today actually. Roger. The Rocket Clemens. Oh, absolutely. Which I even loved him because he was on the Astros for a good yeah. amount of time. That's probably where a lot of people remember him from. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just, you got some iconic 
people. And to this day, it's like you still have tons of you know Aaron Judge, you know, like still and they and still uh, they still Mark Teixeira from the Braves for a little bit too. Yeah, I forgot about that. Man, I was mad. <laughs> I was so mad. I was, but, you know, I was nine years old. And the the Yankees are a lot like you know in, in basketball terms, kind of like the Lakers. You know, everybody wants to play for. Yeah, you know, because I mean, it is something else being yeah. a New York Yankee. Um, but and I don't know, I, it was it was hard for me not to be a Yankee fan at that point, you yeah. know. Um, but no, it makes sense. Yeah, but I, and I just felt, you know, especially once I got and and which I didn't grow up watching a lot of NFL. I wasn't a huge yeah. NFL guy. I was big on baseball, but um, I watched a little bit of NBA. But like I said, it was mostly Spurs and. Mavericks, you know, yeah. idolized Dirk, you know, and Tony Parker, Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, like, those are my boys. We would uh, meet up on the weekend sometimes and, like, just chill. Oh, but, I remember, yeah, the pictures yeah. you showed. Oh, yeah, there's tons of my Instagram. Go check me out. Uh, B underscore Galleon. So, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so, uh, I guess that's a, a good way to end up our MLB talk. Is there, uh, what else do we have? Jordan. I don't I don't really want to get into it because I don't have any real input. Right. I was I heard that there was some controversy with the Kentucky Derby, which right. that's yeah that's for the upper class citizens but you know right. people that are you know above yeah. me to watch the Kentucky Derby. But the 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 first place horse in that race that won the race and uh got disqualified someone put in a like filed a claim with the review committee or whatever it is i don't know what they call it in horse yeah. racing because i i'm just i don't care about horse racing at all well yeah i think a good portion of people really don't you yeah know? yeah unless you're at the race and you put yeah. down some money on it or something. yeah well so the second place horse had i'm not sure the exact number it was upwards of 50 to 1 odds to win and so, uh, whoever whoever bet on the second place horse, I don't even know the horse's names. All I know is that there was some sort of controversy with that. Upwards of fifty to one odds, if you put down a hundred dollar bet, right, won five thousand something dollars, six thousand wow. dollars. So yeah, that I don't know anything other than that. <coughs> That's trust me. We'll never say another word about horse racing on this podcast. Yeah. So if you heard horse racing and turned it off. Please turn it back on because yeah. we'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something that happened in sports this week. It's kind of funny. Though. But, um, um, yeah, we we probably don't have a lot of time, but we're going to – this this podcast, just mainly because we we all have ties to the University of Alabama. So, yeah. like, college football is going to be a big part of this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, but we're going to hit on several different teams. We're not just going to Bama it up, you know. Yeah, like no, no, no. Fans do. Yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be uh, fair in our college football talk, Absolutely. but college football is going to be a big part. But it's May sixth, so we we got a long ways. We do, but we'll have we'll we'll have some college football input here in the near future. But something, this is something very unrelated. It's something that it's a, it's a it's a little bit of old news, but it's something that I. I and I, I'm pretty sure that Bree feels pretty strongly about. Oh, I do. Is male rompers okay? Male, I, male rompers. 
Janelle rompers. Here's my opinion. My opinion is rompers. Rompers for men. Yeah. No. 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 See. See. Here's the deal. Men. Right. Men should be able to wear rompers. Okay. Absolutely. You don't call dresses female dresses. You don't. You don't, you don't call. Do you don't call t-shirts female t-shirts. Right. They're rompers. And we we've been discussing this since, gosh, since we were eighteen years old. Is if we if we took a group of guys out, mm-hmm. you know, eight of us, eight of us. If all eight of us wear a romper, weird. That's weird. You it's know? weird. No one like we just come off. Is there a event? Are we going to to like? Is this a, a romper fashion? Yeah, at that point, it's obviously on purpose. Yeah, like we're trying to make a point. We're trying to start. But if you, if you take eight guys out and you sprinkle in one, two, maybe three as a stretch right. rompers. Yeah. And I think two is the perfect number. Yeah. One out of every four guys is yeah. rocking a romper. Absolutely. Yeah. Because at that point, because if there's eight people wearing it, and, you know, it, it looks off. Like, what are they doing? Where are they going? Yeah. This is from some, like, costume party or some sort of dumb, you know, joke. Yeah. But if one person wears it, it's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Either that dude's weird as crap. That dude's very weird. And I don't want to talk to him. Or, ah, ha, ha, those seven dudes make that one guy wear that romper. And that's super funny. That yeah. dude's lame. Ha, yeah, like, oh, he, lost, he lost the vest. Oh, so he had to wear a romper. But if two, or even maybe three maybe. people. But that might be a stretch. That, that could be, easily. Yeah. You definitely need to start out with two if you're trying to, uh, to experiment here. But if two people go out with eight other dudes, or eight dudes, you know, um, so you, two people wearing rompers and there's six other regular dressed dudes, at that point, people are wondering... Why are they wearing rompers? And why are they... They look normal. They're having normal conversations. But it's not just one guy. It's not like they lost a bet. It's like that guy chose... That guy physically chose... These two guys chose to wear these rompers. For for no reason. Just because they want to. That's what they like to wear. And that's how we stir up America. That's how we make the change. That's what we're here for. Yes, exactly. It, the, my point here is I can wear what I want. I okay. per, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm advocating hard for someone who personally does not own a romper. Me too. I also am. But it, it shouldn't be a problem. And it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a, oh, that guy's weird because guys don't wear rompers. No. If guys didn't wear rompers, then they wouldn't make rompers. For guys, you know, I get it. Yeah. Guys typically don't wear right. a one-piece outfit, but yeah. they're stylish. Right, exactly. And and the <clears throat> thing is, the, the way to make this change in a, in a positive way <clears throat> is to, when you're at that place, when you're at that restaurant, when you're at that concert, or whatever you're going out to, when you're wearing that romper, is when people come up to you, when a dude, when a girl... Especially comes up to you like, oh my god, why are you wearing that romper? That's when you say, oh, I just wanted to wear it. You don't, you don't give this long, long, no. you know, uh, excuse or, you know, idea of why we're trying to do this. You just say, and it's simple as this. 
you just say, I just wanted to wear it today. And, and, you're, and you just, you're proud of it, you know? You don't try to make it funny. You don't try to be charming with it. You're simply explaining to her why you're wearing that romper. And it, and it causes her to be so off guard at that point where she feels dumb for even asking exactly. the question. You shouldn't even ask it at that point. But she should feel dumb for asking it. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I would say a better question is why are you wearing that t-shirt? Even better. Even better. Yeah. Why are you wearing that t-shirt? And then you wait for her answer. You wait for her answer. And obviously she's going to say, oh, well, I like this. I, I just put it on to go out tonight. Yeah. And that's when you just point at her. You just point at her and shake your head because she literally just answered her own question at that point. And that's it. That's as simple. The simplicity is very, very easy to understand in that moment. And I think we can all make the change, you know, to do this if we want to. Look, we've told you guys, we're leaving it up to you. We're, you know our stance. Um, we're going to implement this as, as soon as possible. Absolutely. And we'll post pictures on our website. Mm-hmm. There, I said it. I'm looking at it right now online. I'm looking at some. I'm literally looking at some right now. I'll tell you what. Go check out our website. We're about to have... I'm going to update the website tonight. Okay. With a section called Romper Takeover. I like it. Strictly dedicated. Make make it a hashtag. Strictly dedicated to guys wearing rompers. Not male rompers. Rompers. But rompers. Rompers. Romper takeover 2019. It's it's happening. It's It's a movement. Are we good? Come on. All right. This is Student Section Sports. If you know, you know.